You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. Yeah, this is Claire. This is episode 165. This episode is sponsored by Kalo, Q-A-L-O dot com. It's wedding season. I it's, see it's like... It's uh, wedding season. It's, I know. It's so weird. Like, I feel like I haven't seen as many weddings on Instagram, but now it's just like constant weddings. Yeah, and I feel like the more I like, we are going to a wedding this weekend. I have, I was just at a bachelorette party last weekend. We have two weddings in October. For us, the wed- wedding season has been much later this year. Yeah. And my, let's see, eight year wedding anniversary is end of September. Oh my gosh. I know. We're so experienced in the marriage department. So experienced. So many marriage hacks. So you guys can, oh yeah. We we should do a whole another whole another marriage hack episode. That was so great, so great. Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> so you guys can support the podcast by supporting Kalo. That's Q A L O dot com. The discount code is G G W. That lets them know that we sent you, and you can pick from all the amazing colors that they have. They have the awesome barbells for boobs ring that we talked to Z last week. You can support barbells for boobs. The the uh, Jason Kleepa, a- Jason Kleepa's daughter Ava, the ring that they uh, created for to support her. There's just so many different rings that you can get. And last week, I actually had a like a Kalo incident. Well, not Kalo, but it's I wasn't wearing my Kalo ring. But I had I ate too much popcorn and I fell asleep on the floor at night. And Claire was making fun of me. Yeah, it just makes you sound like you're like a high schooler. Like I ate too much <laughs> and I fell asleep on the floor. I totally did. I do this weird thing like. I know that I'm going to fall asleep the second I lay down. I lay down on the floor and I just don't want to get up. And Scott knows better. Like now he won't even try to wake me up. He just leaves me there and I wake up at like 2 a.m. and then move to the bed. But I woke up and my hands were so swollen I couldn't get my ring off. So the next day I had to go to CrossFit with my wedding ring on and it was so uncomfortable. And I was really like, yeah, this is why I have a Kayla ring. But I I think one of these days it's just so expensive. I really am just going to have to get my ring resized. I mean, or just wear Kayla forever. I know, Kayla forever. So again, you guys... Thank you for supporting the podcast and keeping this podcast going by supporting Kalo. And you, if you already have a Kalo ring, you can get a gift for a friend. You can get one for your gym BFF. But that's again, QALO.com. And the discount code is GGW. And please share it with a friend if you know someone in your life that could really benefit from a Kalo ring. I have so many that I carry around with me all the time. And if someone's like, oh, man, I need to get a like a a replacement ring for my wedding ring because my job's so demanding. I'm like, hey, let me show you something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So... All right, so let's check in, Claire, because we have had some busy weeks. I feel like I don't even see you anymore. I don't even know what's going on in your life. The other day you told me you were moving, and I was like, what? I don't even know. I know. I'm, like, surprised. I mean, I'm shocked that I had not told you. Um, so for those, for people who, you know, can't see us, we have been recording lately more, um, remotely because just with logistics of now that I'm working and Miles is in daycare, it's just, you know, one, one thing too much for us to actually physically get together. So I know Miles is getting huge. He has pneumonia right now, which is super fun. He was had some like raspy lungs going on since like the beginning of the summer. And we kept like kind of taking him in every once in a while and they'd listen to him and be like, no, you know, it's still really high up. Like it's probably just asthma, a little bit of asthma and allergies, which like I have asthma and both Brandon and I have really bad allergies. So we were like, yeah, that's fine. And then finally he, this past week, he started to like kind of go downhill a little bit. And so we took him in there like, oh yeah, it's like, it basically like this thing that he's been carrying around for over a month just moved down into the bottom of his lungs and got infected so all pneumonia is is just like an infection in your lower lung so i mean it's not like that's all it is it sounds horrible well yeah but i just mean like you know like his his is like it's definitely you know it's an infection he's on antibiotics he just has been like a little bit extra clingy and trying to give that boy antibiotics is just zero fun sir so so how do they do antibiotics is it um like a liquid form yeah you just have to but you have to just like get the syringe and like choke him with it oh yeah he tries to spit it out spit it out yeah yeah. it's the same stuff that you probably you and i both probably take took as children it's that like cotton candy flavored oh yeah bubblegum flavored yeah i smelled it and i was like oh my god i remember this stuff i remember having like be held down and force fed it how's your job going it's going pretty good. Um, <laughs> so I think I've talked about how our department right now is not fully staffed. My department is made up of one, of one director who is like big company-wide strategy, four account managers, each of which manage like five to six of our strategic partnerships, and then two coordinators who support the managers basically. So I'm a coordinator. Our down to two managers instead of four and only one coordinator. So we're basically working at half capacity right now. The two coordinators who used to be on the team both left at the same time right before I was hired. So when I was hired, it was like, oh, we have four managers, everything's fine, and just one coordinator, like, not a big deal, we'll hire the other coordinator pretty soon. 
So then right when I was hired, one of our managers quit to move across the country to be closer to her family because she just had a baby. Okay, totally fine. So now we're down to three managers and one coordinator. But like we're all pretty like hardworking people. We're in the off season. You know, it's not ski season. So there's not a whole lot of like, you know, there's a lot of like groundwork to be laid, but like not a lot of tight deadlines. Like we should be fine. Then last week, come to find out another one of our managers is leaving just like for a different job. So now we're down to two managers. And so are you going to get a promotion already? I like, I hope so. I don't know what the heck's going on. Needless to say, everyone's like, oh, you know, is it crazy? And it's like, this is all I've known so far in this job. So it would be, it would be really interesting to know what it's like when we're fully staffed. The idea of my position is that I'm supposed to support half of our strategic partnerships and like actually have a relationship with these people. And right now I'm basically just like running around putting out fires with all of our partnerships. It's going fine. I just don't think we are going to be able to continue to do this for much longer. And, um, you know, we're in the process of hiring. It's just like, we're just very much in like a transitional phase right now with our department. So I've been working now for like almost three months. It's been going pretty good. Brandon starts school again on Monday, which the other big thing is that he's been out of school for the last month, which has been amazing Mm -hmm. because it's been like, oh, we actually have the bandwidth to like clean the kitchen (laughs) and like go grocery shopping and like, like we can like run errands during the week. Actually, see each other. Yeah. Yeah. And so now that he's back in school, you know, he's back in school now till Christmas. I'm just not really looking forward to him going back to school. But yeah. it is what it is. I'm already like so ready for him to be so done with busy. school, even though he's not. He still has two years to go. Yeah. What's new with you? Oh my gosh, we're going to Hawaii on Thursday, so I'm really. Uh, I can't believe it's already here. I feel like our little annual trip to Kona snuck up on us, and I think it was because July was so busy with trips. Um, I had a bunch of trips. We went to the games. I went to Arizona. I went to another reunion. So it's just been a lot of traveling in like a very condensed amount of time. So all of a sudden, I turned around. And I was like, Oh my gosh, we're leaving for Hawaii. <laughs> But I'm really excited. It'll be, we're doing an Airbnb for the first time. So this will be our first Airbnb experience. And it'll, I mean, we we go to Kona every year. I know it's like feel bad for us, but we've been going here ever since we got engaged. And it's kind of like our little annual trip, our little um, tradition between Scott and I. So uh, we wanted to shake it up and do something a little bit different. So we'll be doing an Airbnb for the whole time. I'm just excited to kind of like have like the true Hawaiian local experience because now every time we go there we we kind of joke that we're locals and anytime we talk to you know people at the restaurants or at the stores that we shop at we're like yeah we're kind of locals because we come here every year they're like oh yeah you're honorary locals so i'm just looking forward to having some downtime obviously um my birthday september 10th so it'll be a little my birthday's gonna be at the tail end of the trip but i'm just looking forward to having some time off because I've been working really hard and my job's going well, but it's just like I've taken zero time off aside from like the, the long weekends here and there. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's just so weird because like, I remember like this time last year when I was like prepping to go to Hawaii around the same exact time and I spent, I spent my birthday in Hawaii last year too. So 39 years old. Here we go. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So tonight we're going to, uh, we we have so much to check up on. I feel like we could talk forever and ever. Claire and I are actually going to record two nights in a row because of Hawaii. So um, we'll, we, if we have anything else to add, we'll do it in the next week's episode yeah. slash, slash tomorrow night's episode. But we wanted to check in with some questions because you guys asked such amazing questions last time. And we really wanted to get to a little bit more because as you guys know, every time you write us, we read everything and we love, love, love your emails. And thank you to those of you who reached out even after last week's episode or two weeks ago, I think it was when we did a Q&A. And people were like, I just, after hearing your episode and saying that you guys really love when people take the time to write, I just want to take the time to write and just know that that just makes us so happy. It warms our heart. And every time we get an email like that, we're like texting back and forth all day. Like, can you believe this? Can you believe this? So our community is pretty incredible. And before I forget, I do want to say that we did a contest for an iTunes review and we picked a winner and I, we posted it on our Facebook page, but I didn't see that you saw it. So if your handle on iTunes is Vero Lone Star, that's V E R O Lone Star, you won the tank. So you left a review and we picked it out of all the reviews that we had seen since the release of that episode. I think it was August 18th. And don't worry, we're going to do another contest soon. Um, We have some Kayla rings to give away as well, but uh, we will be picking from iTunes reviews. And the next one, I believe we're going to just pick from the whole pool and uh, do like a Facebook post as well to make sure that you're still listening to the podcast. But uh, Vero Lone Star, please get in contact with us, girlsgonewad at gmail.com to claim your prize. 
So this week, I want to cover a, a question that a listener submitted a while ago, and she wanted to know about, and I, I love this because not everyone has a significant other, right? There's a lot of the times we talk about relationships and CrossFit and just like relationships in general, but more in the romantic sense. And I think this is going to really apply to all of us in the broad sense of friendships. And she really wanted to know more around, you know, how do you keep healthy relationships in the gym? I love this question for a lot of reasons because I feel like we really have to acknowledge that CrossFit is like a family and there's a lot of drama that can come along with that, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. And I know that there's certain layers of how involved in the gym you get, right? So it's not like everyone's going to experience this. But if you're really, really diehard into the CrossFit community, you're going to bump up against personalities and you're going to bump up against drama. I've certainly experienced that. Um, Claire, I don't know if you've had that experience, but I think it's just kind of worth talking about of how you deal with that. And it's probably not unlike just friendships in general but I feel like CrossFit is a cesspool of like <laughs> drama sometimes that can really be bothersome. Well, and I feel like too, there's something about being in that community, in that space. And we have talked about this a little bit before where you just are making yourself really vulnerable and it's like where you go to relax. And for a lot of people, it really is kind of like a sanctuary. And so when you start to like, when it starts to be full of drama or starts to, you know, there start to be like uncomfortable aspects of it, it really can impact you. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it's worth us going into the details of her experience or our experience just because it's like, in a way, I feel like Regina George if we're like starting to air dirty laundry. But I think the the main thing is, I, I want to say that my worst side comes out during the open. And I think as Z talked about this last week of when she first opened CrossFit or, or her own CrossFit gym. And when you first start doing CrossFit, I can say that going back, that's all I wanted to do. That's all I wanted to talk about. I mean, obviously we started a podcast around it, but it was my life. And I just was like, this is the only way it can be. And oh my gosh, I can't believe people don't do this all the time. And I just want to be around my CrossFit friends who get it. And then... I started to notice how it was really affecting my other relationships that of people who don't do CrossFit. And my husband and I even went through a rocky patch where he's like, dude, I, I'm not going to like this. Like, I'm not going to, I just am not interested in it. And just like I'm not interested in going to Chicago with him for a weekend to see Pearl Jam, it's the same thing where I just had to kind of step back at one point and honor that we just need balance in our life. And sure, if that's like, you know, if you're in a community where you're going to get married at the CrossFit Games, like I know I'm over exaggerating but like that is totally uh, fine that but i no i'm just saying like if that's you right like yeah. that is your life like you're gonna totally. get married that's the that's the life you're gonna lead and you are completely immersed in that community yeah i am not that person you right. crossfit's not going to be a life where i'm completely immersed yes i have a podcast yes we do this i mean we're pretty dang week. immersed but but we yeah but we're but on the but same like, right you you have other interests you have other things about your yeah i mean stepping back i do i sound like a hypocrite because i'm like i do it almost every day i like think about it all the time we're like you know doing the podcast <laughs> media every day but i also know that like I think what it comes down to is like, I don't have an expectation that my husband's like one day going to magically love CrossFit. Like I just yeah. don't, that doesn't, that doesn't bother me. It used to bother me because I was like, man, everyone should do this. This is like the way to be. And then I realized no, everyone's different. And that's probably yeah. why our relationship works, especially, you know, when my marriage works because we are so different in our interests. But anyway, I think it comes down to a point where you have to really look at what's important to you. And if it comes to a place of your being rigid or you're like starting to, you know, shut people out, then I think you have to kind of be like, why? What? Like, what's it worth? Is this really like all I'm going to do every single day? But I also think like they're out there when you first start CrossFit, like for us, our friend group, granted, we did not like when we first moved to Denver, we didn't know a ton of people, but the people who we did hang out with before we started CrossFit, we very quickly stopped hanging out with and not because it was like oh you guys don't do CrossFit but more because it was like our lifestyle really changed and we started being a lot more focused on health and our kind of social life before was very very centered around drinking beer and going to breweries and that was kind of our thing for a little while and then it very quickly it was like this is not we're not really interested in doing that anymore it doesn't make me feel good like we were you know kind of like realized how much we really were drinking I think from that perspective it's more like okay yeah your life you know your relationships in your life might change in the sense because your priorities are really changing and yeah that's true like the way that you the things you're interested in maybe are changing and like especially for us the biggest thing was like we're, we were no longer going out drinking or really going out to like you know just spend the day eating crap or 
doing, you know, it was like now we wanted to spend the day being active. We wanted to like go out and, you know, or we were going to stay in and make our own dinner or whatever it was. And that really kind of changed just our lifestyle. Yeah. So if you're really immersed in the CrossFit world and that is your family, of course, there's going to be drama that comes up. Of course, there's going to be problems that are really different. It's like not just going to a 24 hour like Globo gym, but like I think about, so I think about when I first started CrossFit, how immersed I was and how intense I got about everything. I was very intense with competing. I was very intense with, you know, trying to get the best score on the board. I was very intense with doing competitions, not, not really competitions, but more or less like the little local ones. I take it so serious. Right. Even though like when the first couple of years I did the open, I think it was just, there was expectations of like, what's joy going to do. And so I like let that get to my head and I would get really competitive. And now I'd say this year, I still let it get to me, but really what it comes down to is like, I just feel like I've created so much, a better balance in my life Uh that that stuff doesn't affect me as much anymore. So I feel like if you know, if you're really immersed in the CrossFit world, you have to expect that it's like a family and just like any family, there's drama that's going to come up. And I would encourage you to deal with it instead of just letting it fester or picking another gym, because that's not always going to solve the problem. Um, Even if you hate confrontation, you're probably going to have to confront some of these issues. And then I would just really encourage you to also step back and be like, am I creating balance? And like, really, really, how important is this to me? Well, I think too, another way of saying that is like, are you putting all your eggs in one basket? Like, are you relying on CrossFit to be every single thing in your life and I think any you know if you think about about your CrossFit gym as a relationship like you don't put that kind of pressure you can't put that pressure on any one quote-unquote relationship mm-hmm. it's like you need to be getting different things from different places so do you want to check in about diet yeah so we've been working with Sarah now for like two months yeah. Okay. So first of all, I, something I did want to address, I feel like we've been getting a lot of feedback from people who are, have had really bad wag experiences. Mm-hmm. And one thing I just wanted to like, I, I felt like bad because I feel like we endorse wag so heartily, yeah. but I also think it's important to realize that like wag has grown at an incredible rate and your experience really varies depending on which coach you personally have. And so like, we still know a lot of people who are having positive experiences and, and having you know, really good results, having really good results. And then other people who are like, I think that was a waste of money. I was so excited. And I feel bad when I hear that. Cause I feel like we like totally endorse them. Yeah. But you know, we also try to be very clear. Like we are not, you know, affiliated with them in any specific, in any like real way. And both of us eventually decided, you know, it's time to move on from WAG. I still yeah. really love what Adi is doing. I think Adi ha- totally has her values in the right place. I think that WAG has kind of grown maybe a little bit too fast. Agreed. You and I were really clear from the get go that we weren't promoting it in a way of like, this is the only way to do it. We just wanted yeah. to try it and well, do, we, try something different. And yeah. I had never done anything like it before. Right. And I, I mean, we both had great experiences in some ways and, sure. you know, but anyway, so not to, you know, I'm not trying to like put out a disclaimer about that or anything, but I just wanted people to know, like, for those of you who had a bad experience, I, you know, I'm, I don't want to say like, I apologize because I guess, you know, I don't, I can't really take any credit for that. But also like, I do, you know, we hear I think that. It, it we, also makes us aware too of, it makes us aware of how we, of what we present to our listeners and nothing's going to be perfect for everyone. I think that's kind of, I put up a post this weekend that I'm listening to a couple different podcasts that just made me realize that we are constantly needing to learn about our own bodies and what yeah. works for our own bodies and that just because Claire and I are doing one thing doesn't mean it's going to work for you and just because you know what Julie Bauer is doing isn't going to work for you or just what oh, Steph Gaudreau or like oh, you so know I know she's amazing but I mean but we have this influence that I think we need to realize and we also need to make sure people or being an advocate for their own health. And that's why I'm so crazy about like constantly taking in information because I'm like, I want to know, I want to know everything that's out there and I want to apply it because everyone is so different. And um, I think we can get stuck in thinking like one way is the right way and the only way. And I mean, look, it it has to do with your age. It has to your gender. It has to do with your history and your family. I mean, there's just so much that goes into how you take care of your body. But anyway, but I'm glad you brought that up because there were some people that kind of gave it some bad and I don't want to again like I think what Adi is doing is amazing for people's health and I also encourage folks to be an advocate and a little bit of a researcher for your own bodies that being said now that we are working with Sarah I'm having mm-hmm. I you know I think there are a lot of positives before working with Sarah she's a little bit more um personally engaged and we were working there for about two months I frankly at this point in my life am kind of just maintaining <laughs> trying to maintain there were you know what maybe two months there where I stopped where I wasn't counting at all and I gained back almost 10 pounds just because I was not really working out not eating well and then now that I've started working with Sarah I haven't lost any weight but I also have or I lost 
I like, I'm back down to about 142, 143, which at my lowest weight on WAG, I was at like 138. Before I got pregnant, I was at like 130. When I had miles, I was at like 170. At my lowest point on WAG, I was like 138. I went, I got back up to like the one, almost like 150. And then now I'm back down to like 142, 143. And just, I'm just like hanging out there, which I mean, honestly, like, you know, I posted something about this on Instagram the other day. Like, honestly, like, you know, I would like to weigh about 10 pounds less. I would like my, my body to be a little bit less squishy than it is. I would like to look a little bit more athletic than I do, but I'm just not really working out that much right now. And the thing is like, you know, your diet can do a lot for you, but like, I'm not, I lost a lot of muscle tone when I was pregnant and I have not built it back. And that's just kind of where, you know, that's just the reality. So, um, I'm really still enjoying working with her. We're right now working on, um, setting it up so that I only have one set of numbers instead of, uh, training day versus rest day just because I don't have the bandwidth really to even just that one small variable of like is it a training day or is it a rest day because a lot of the time like I literally don't know whether or not I'm going to be able to work out right. until I'm until like I'm a at the gym for your day. yeah and it's like even if you know I could plan all day long and and you know like I was saying Sarah has been programming for you for even that stuff it's like if it's eight o'clock at night I've just put miles to bed you know the last thing I really want to do is go to the little apartment gym by myself for an hour and it's like some nights some nights I can totally motivate and make that happen other nights it's just not gonna happen I'm really grateful that she has you know the programming she gives me is awesome I'm really grateful that she's been you know doing that for me but like it gives me another option but it's still sometimes it's just not gonna happen so um yeah can I interject with a question from one of our listeners that kind of goes along this and just ask or just answer this briefly Brittany asked uh were you still breastfeeding when doing wag I'm about to start counting macros again and hopefully start losing some baby weight but feel hungry all the time from breastfeeding yeah so I was um and I would say actually that for the most part I when I started wag I was eating more than Mm. beforehand and more than anything it was because at the time I was like seven or eight weeks postpartum and my life was still just like a total shit show (laughs) and um it like caused me to actually sit down and eat meals which I hadn't really been doing yet since Miles was born and the coach I had also she had never had a baby but she was very very cognizant of like you know your number one priority is your supply like if at any time your supply starts to drop you know like eat what you need to eat and we will reconvene like don't you know like let that be your number one priority and so that was really the mindset I had I did not end up having an issue with my supply because of WAG I ended up having issues with my supply for other reasons but not directly related to WAG but there definitely were some days where I was like you know what I am feeling pretty hungry I'm gonna like add in an extra piece of avocado toast or an extra bowl of oatmeal and just know that my body is telling me that those calories are going where they need to go um, rather than eating because I was craving something or whatever and so um, and I still did see really good results and I mean the thing is like your body I want to say it uses like what's the number like three to five hundred calories a day for breastfeeding Mm -hmm. so it's it's a good amount but it's no more than like a workout and you're and not only that but but like I'm gonna have to say like that's pretty badass It is pretty. But the other thing too is like your body, the reason that you hold on to weight after pregnancy is so that your body can have fat to turn into breast milk. And so, you know, unless you're the type of person who's just like the body, the baby weight is melting off, which does that actually happen to anybody? Because nobody I've ever talked to is like, oh yeah, that happened to me. Jada Pinkett Smith. That's the only person. Well, she probably had like three personal trainers. Sure. And she probably had that like tummy tuck. C-section thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Whatever. So anyway, all that to say that I did it. The entire time I was on WAG, I was breastfeeding, and I did never, never, ever felt like I like my supply was an issue. So you're feeling you're feeling good right now with where you are. I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say like I'm feeling content with where I'm at because I definitely would like to. I think the thing for me right now is it is a little bit frustrating to feel like there are so many circumstances in my just day to day life right now that are not, I don't want to say out of my control, but that are just like you know like I've totally become that person who's like oh I don't have time for that. And you know in some ways it's like could I wake up at five thirty in the morning? go work out every single morning actually no because Brandon and I both have to be out the door by 7 15 and like logistically speaking we can just not both get out the door if I don't get home until you know we have 30 minutes to get everything together exactly and like it doesn't matter how much food I prep the night before whether I lay out my clothes like we have this huge variable of this tiny baby not that tiny but and Miles poops every morning at 7 10 a.m 
we have to be at the door at 7 15 i'm like are you kidding me like how? it's like he can tell like i pull like the car seat out of the closet and he's like oh time to poop but it's just stuff like that where it's like you, you need always than- have to have like there's no there's no like predictability right there's, there's just this variable of like shit 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 happens yeah literally and it's like there's just 30 minutes is not enough time and like that's literally yeah. the timeline we're working with in the morning if i go to the 5 30 workout and then by the time i get home at night if i don't if i get out of work literally more than five minutes late i don't make the last watt of the night and so it's like when so am moral i moral you know, the story is how can we get paid <sighs> moral of the story is how can we get paid to just do this podcast and crossfit all day seriously <laughs> i want to be fit again there's this guy i follow and i know i've talked about her before on instagram her, her handle is hungry fitness her name is michaela oh yeah yeah she's so freaking cute and she's I just, adorable like, want her life and first of all we follow her on snapchat too right yes and yeah. she's so freaking cute and she has three kids and i'm like holy shit but then i also realized like she's a stay-at-home mom which don't get me wrong being a stay-at-home mom was the hardest thing i've ever done hands down but she gets up at six in the morning goes to the gym and then when she comes home she doesn't have to change or get anybody ready out the door like her husband is like getting out the door you know it's like he kind of takes care of himself and like gets the kids up if i didn't have to get ready and turn around and get out the door like yeah right. it'd be That's no problem such a pain yeah and yeah. also like even if i started work at nine but for some reason my office starts at eight yeah, that's a that's a huge difference. See, I get I don't really have like a set time I have to be there now, but like I can never get there before eight thirty. It's always yeah. like eight thirty five, eight four. I mean, I could, but I'm just like. Well, and I have to drop Miles off at daycare on my way to work, which takes like at minimum ten minutes just to get him in the door, drop off all his stuff. It's just sure like, life schedules, man. It's a real so thing. I wish I wish I had more time. I wish this was not my life right now. I'm kind of having to come to terms with the fact that like there's you know like this is not a matter of whether or not I'm motivated, and I think that's the other thing too is that it's so hard when you're in this world of people being like there's no such thing as too busy or like you'll make time for it if it's a priority and you see all these memes and it's like you know what at the end of the day like there is totally such a thing as too busy and there is totally such a thing yes, as deciding there is. i know yeah. oh thank and you there's definitely a thing such a thing as deciding like you know what this is not and i think i talked about this at a, in an episode at the beginning of the summer like being crossfit is an important part of my life and being fit is very important to me but it is not it does not trump spending time with my family or right. getting enough sleep or exactly you know, like at the end of the night. That's the other thing. It's like during the week, I see miles very little because, you know, we wake up in the morning, get ready. I drop him off at daycare all day long. By the time we get home, he's awake for maybe an hour and a half before it's time for him to go to bed. So mm-hmm. that hour and a half, I either could be working out or I could be spending time with Miles. And like there are, you know, most days, not most days, but a lot of days, it's like if I have to pick between those two things, I'm not going to go to the gym. If this is literally like the only time of my day that I have to spend with him, that's what I'd rather be doing. I saw another post by some fitness person that was like, you know, she has this incredible body and there's this huge long post about how she's like, you know, eating right is really hard. Working out is really hard. There's plenty of challenges I faced during the day of like picking the right things for my diet. And it takes a lot of, like this whole like rant about how you have to really it's like it was almost like an air of suffering. And while she looks amazing, I just had to stop and I was like, fuck that. Like, yeah. that's not living to me. <laughs> like that's. Yeah. That's almost too, and I get that a lot of people make their living off of their aesthetic or if they're a bodybuilder or what have you, but that feels a little extreme to me. And you're like, yeah, there is such a thing as too busy. I remember when I listened to the Jillian Michaels podcast, and I don't really listen to her that much anymore, but when I was listening to her more regularly, she talked about that all the time when she, before she had kids, she was like, you always have time and you can make time. And then she had kids and she's like, yeah, no, I get it now, mom. She's like, I, she like went on record saying, I, I apologize for making it sound like you can make time. She's like, I don't know how you make time. Even just hearing you talk about how you fell asleep on the floor after eating too much popcorn. That is not a reality. Like I couldn't do that. I feel like such an asshole now. For <laughs> well, but no, it's just like those little types of things where it's like, you kind of don't think about it. And then now I hear you say that and I'm like, but it's also just like, it's not, it's not like I miss being able to do that. Yeah. It wasn't that great. It was, but but it's just like, I just, you know, I listen to that and I sort of laugh like, oh man, I can't like, like this, this weekend, my mom watched miles on Saturday night and it was amazing. And and I've said this too, about like, I went out of town a couple, when we went to the CrossFit games, like the best thing about it is just like, when it's time to go to bed, you just go to bed. You just go to bed. Right. (laughs) Or you like know. when you went on that bachelorette weekend and you're like, I slept so much. I slept for 13 hours. That's that's a good nap. I didn't even know yeah, that I could, po- like, that that was a physical possibility in my life. Like, I 
I woke up, so I was in there. It was like the freaking cutest little place. If you were, if you live in Minnesota, I was in Ely, which is like the middle of freaking nowhere. I wasn't even in Ely. I was like 30 minutes outside of Ely. And my, or my friend's family has this cute little like cabin. It's set up like a summer camp. It's on like a couple of acres and it's just like all these, it's like one main cabin with a kitchen in it. And then a bunch of like little mini cabins that just have bunk beds in them. So I had my own little cabin with its own little bunk bed. And I felt, I went to bed at like 11 and I woke up for the first time at five and I looked at my clock and I was like, eh, I'm going to go back to sleep. And I woke back up and it was raining and it was really cloudy. So I had like, the sun wasn't really up and I was like, oh, it's probably like 7.30. I looked at my, my clock and it was 11. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I didn't even know that I, I haven't slept in, until 11 since I was in high school. <laughs> It was the best you, thing ever. And you probably felt so good. But here's the thing is like, I actually almost like overslept. Like, you know, if you get too much sleep. Yeah. You're and like, then I was like, I'm not about to complain. Okay. Anyway. So, so what's, I, how's your, how's it going with you and, and your macros? Um, preparing for this episode. Cause I knew we were going to talk about this. I was like, part of me wants to just start crying. Cause I'm like, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> and then you would say, I am not responsible for knowing how to handle your feelings. That's what you would <laughs> it say. It okay. Don't be it, cry. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you like try to pat me on the back. Yeah. Like, um, that, like that part in, in 30 Rock where <laughs> exactly. Matt, her boyfriend, Matt Damon is crying. <laughs> so uh, working with Sarah has been great. I feel like the flexibility of just it doesn't feel as rigid and and I think it's really good to have a more open conversation with her so I've been loving 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 that I hate to say but because I feel like that just took everything away but it's more of like my stuff like I it's I feel like what's coming up more for me is like I'm just exhausted like I love the template of everything that I've learned but now I'm working with Sarah on like kind of backing off from the rigidity and just kind of learning to kind of have an idea of what I'm supposed to eat which I really like Mm -hmm. that she's she's working with me on that because it's just kind of mind screwing me lately. And while I really liked what I learned on WAG, I feel like it's just now it's it got in my head too much. Really? And to a point of like rigidity and thinking about it all the time. And while you kind of have to do that when you're ca- counting macros, it didn't turn into like something that was positive. And I leaned out like a shit ton to where I was like, scary so I didn't really love that but but then at the same time like you get attention for it so it's really confusing so that was kind of a weird experience for me but I think what it comes down to is just really I had to take a step back and I still do it but I don't do it with the rigidity of like oh man that Y group was just like driving me crazy people who were like how do I count my gum like yeah and I'm like are you kidding me or how do I count lemons I'm like oh my gosh this is insane yeah if I squirt lemon in my water how do I count that like yeah it was so bad and then the other thing that like I don't know how you feel about this and I think we talked about this briefly but fake foods like where do you stand with that shit like I don't I know that there was like this whole thing of like real food fits your macros and they're really trying to push like real food which I totally get and like 99% of the people were posting about real food so I'm not saying it was bad but then you'd get people with like try this fake plastic food where I'm like what just to fit your macros and I'm like but then you end up kind of screwing yourself because uh, anyway so I think it's just like the for me it's like okay what are what's the point here and for some people I think that kind of goes back to your goals like if you are getting ready for like a bikini show which like I have my own opinions about those or if you are trying to like make weight for a meet like that maybe you know and that but even still have you you follow we follow gosh I don't even know her Instagram handle anymore Gabby she does strongman she used to be Gabby's gluten-free but now she's something different it's like Gabby lifts or Gab strong Mm -hmm. or something and she um recently she's been doing a ton of strongman competitions and and so and she does like a big cut and right before her competitions and she eats real food Mm -hmm. and like afterwards she goes out and has like a burger and nachos and stuff but like her you know leading up to it her cuts she's not eating you know i don't know weird crap right like fake foods yeah, yeah she's not eating fake foods so i think that was kind of like a weird experience for me because i i've been just reading and listening to so many experts talk about real food and of course like the paleo movement right it's just all about eating real food yeah. and, and nutrient dense food i think i'm just in a weird place with it right now because i do like the balance it gave me and the freedom it gave me to just not be like oh there's not good foods and bad foods 
but I think the rigidity of hitting your numbers and then all of a sudden feeling like there was just like this feeling of lack around it that Mm -hmm. kind of screwed me over and scared me a little bit. Nothing like majorly serious, but just more of like it it was consuming my brain. And then of course with Sarah, I would talk about it. I'm like, look, I I don't know how it, it, you know how we always talk about black and white thinking. I just, I couldn't find like the sweet spot because because how they how all the macro counting templates talk about like hitting your macros gives you the best results and there was a little bit of like you know make sure you're not you're counting all the little bites you take when you're making food and i'm like ah just like can we just like freaking enjoy life like there's there was like the black and white that kind of it didn't feel like there was a safe middle ground it was like if you don't count that you're gonna screw your results you know well and i think too like when you do really well and you fit and especially like in this position or in the kind of the area that we're in you do get all this like positive feedback from like oh my gosh you're doing so great and then and like in a way I also feel like if you know we talk about it so much I want to be able to like oh yeah I hit my numbers all week yes I just like Sarah sent us an email to check in I wrote her back and I was just like I've been a shit show by macros like yeah I have not even been close there are some days where I'm not even trying and you know what it's all just part of the process I don't want to have to go in like today I went today I was like I'm just not going to count today I'm going to have a loose idea of what I need to hit but you know I had like a birthday brunch with one of my friends and um so yeah I think that's kind of the uh the gist of how I'm feeling about it but I really feel like let's see because Andrea asked a question she's like curious as to the latest food update Joy you were feeling uncomfortable with how lean you become are you maintaining how did you decide on how to set your goals post wag and I know I answered a little bit of that but I think it's just right now I'm really trying to listen to my body because here's the other thing and, and Claire I don't know if you experience this but sometimes with the numbers that I have you feel a pressure to hit them even even if you don't feel good on them lately I've been talking to Sarah about this and I don't want to make too many changes too soon but I've I mean I've had some like massive digestive issues on really? um yeah and it and it didn't start with Sarah it was like now that I think back I was telling Sarah this the other day I was like I'm having some like serious digestion stuff and and I don't know why I'm just talking about this now but you know I kind of told her and I got so lean and I lost my period and so like all these things were kind of like uh why am I not thinking that something is going on here you know so I'm having that discussion with her and then I'm also getting that inside tracker blood test done um so hopefully that'll kind of give me more information about my body but the moral of the story is I sure gives you a template but then at the end of the day you have to go how am I feeling like and I know Wag did a good job of like checking in about your emotions and how you're sleeping and all that I didn't know you know what I mean like yeah I I feel like it takes you a long time to go oh man like this just doesn't feel good and so I think that's why I'm kind of jumping on an advocate to like you know even look at doing a lot of like the bulletproof stuff for the beginning of the day because I feel so much better when I do it that way versus starting with a ton of carbs and anyway I think Sarah talked about this in our last episode and something that we've talked about is like you know it really is just about data like it's just about learning like this when I feel this way or you know like when I eat this certain way this is how I feel and you know I think all that is just kind of like it can you know change from day to day it you know definitely for women changes throughout the month and it's all just like about information and I think it can kind of like you can kind of start to almost feel guilty about like well I'm supposed to hit these numbers so like you know these are the numbers that my body needs like so like no those numbers somebody else came up with and it's all just fluid and it's all just trying to find like okay you know that in the template this is what it should look like but your body does not fit into a template and and I think the nice thing about the more um, in-depth programs like WAG is that they gave you a really individual questionnaire at the get-go, but I think all programs could do a better job of really teaching us how to listen to our body and saying, hey, see how this feels. And even of all the podcasts and all the books that I'm reading slash listening to, the bottom line for all of them is try it. And if it doesn't work for you, don't do it. And it's kind of refreshing because there's so much information out there that you can kind of get into this rut, like, oh my gosh, which one should I pick? And I'm like, you know what? I I know right now that I'm loving those rocket fuel lattes from healthfulpursuit.com. It's just 
this nutritionist that runs more of like the ketogenic diet approach, but I don't, I'm not doing any of that. I just, I like yeah. to start my day with that rocket fuel latte because my digestion feels good, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like I picked that and I was like, that works for me. And then the rest of the day I fit in, you know, whatever else feels good for me. But it's, I'm, I think what I'm trying to do too is just like flip everything on its head and be, instead of like letting the template drive my day, I'm like, how am I feeling right now? And what do I really need? What is my body wanting? And trying to kind of do the backdoor approach. It's so overwhelming though. Like I kind of got in a weird place with it because I knew we were going to talk about it this episode. And I almost was like, oh man, I'm just so tired. Well, <laughs> like, I just also think like counting, it's kind of like the same way when they say like whole 30, like counting yeah. everything. It's like, that's not how you're supposed to live your life. Someone, I read something someone about, asked about that if you did yeah. a whole 30 because yeah. I did do a whole 30 and it helped You've done it a couple times. And I've done yeah. many whole 30s. Yeah. Um, In what way? I did one from like July 15th to August 15th. And I think I actually stopped like maybe four or five days early because my goal was like, I just want to remind myself what it feels like to reach for real foods when I'm hungry. And I was getting to a point where it was like, I was getting really lazy with packing my lunches. And one of our strategic partners is Nature Valley. And we have like these really amazing Nature Valley. Like they're basically like a thinly veiled adult version of a Nutter Butter. (laughs) And I was eating multiple of them every single day. And I just came to the point where I was like, I, for me, like, I really want my diet to be based around real food. And sometimes I just have to hit the reset button. And for me, that's what a whole 30 is. It's just like hitting the reset button. And it also was kind of refreshing to go to the store and be like, I know what to do. Like I've done this enough. I know what I can buy. I know what I can't buy. I know what I can eat. I know what I can't eat. And it was so that, and that's in that way it was really helpful. And I did count macros, uh, for the most part while I was doing it, I did give myself a little bit of like, I'm not gonna get too crazy about it if I'm having a tough time hitting my macros, but it actually was pretty straightforward because the ingredients are so easy. And because with Sarah, she doesn't make you track green veggies. I was eating so much, but I actually like at one point emailed her and was like, what do I do? I need too much fiber. <laughs> it's like, yeah, my body is, my body is confused, but I, yeah. yeah. And that was the other thing is like, cause yeah. Cause Sarah doesn't have us track green veggies and I eat a lot of salad. I love broccoli. And so I'm like, there's a part of me that gets, that was getting all paranoid. And I was like, wait, are, are you sure? And it's not like I'm eating like 10 pounds of it, but you, yeah. you end up eating a lot of vegetables. And I love what she said too, when she was on of like, that really gets people to eat their vegetables. But yeah. I heard one thing the other day yeah. where it was like, yeah. I read something on, it probably was like refinery 29 or something where it was like this woman who used to be like a weight watchers consultant for a long time and it was like basically her letter to her clients like I'm sorry that I made you think this was healthy but one of the things she said was like I'm sorry that I made you think that in order to live your best life you had to be a professional dieter and I was like that kind of like resonated with me a little bit of like you know what that's so true like you don't need to I don't know I just feel a little bit like I've come, come full circle like I can really appreciate I'm still counting macros I still can really appreciate what that does for your body and what you learn about your body and like how it can really help you influence the, your relationship with food but there's also a time and point a time and place where it's just like you know what this is not my focus in this life I know I feel like I talk in circles about this but I just have to process a lot of this because we talk so much about diet and exercise and we've had eating disorder experts on before. And I know that I really praised WAG when I first started it because I was like, wow, this really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And it really did. It really did. It had so many positives in my life and towards the end of it and now kind of evolving. And I I think I heard someone somewhere and some of the freaking information that I read that you really do go through a process of like, this is the best thing ever. And it's almost like a honeymoon phase. And then as you get into it and you get into the weeds a little more, that's when you start to criticize. And that's when you're like, well, maybe this isn't for me. And I don't want to get to that spot. So I really am being aware of like, is this my stuff? And I'm not going to blame the program. I'm going to blame, you know, maybe what's going on with me, because it's just like a relationship. But also, you know, how far down the rabbit hole are we going with making that like our life focus versus finding a really good balance? I think I'm just in a really obviously in a very contemplative spot with all of it, um, because I certainly don't want my life to revolve around this. But I also I want to feel my best. And I feel really good when I first started doing WAG and I saw the results in the gym. But I'm also kind of like, how can we also just like chill out and take a deep breath? Like I've been listening to the Primal Endurance podcast 
with Marxism. And he, it's so fascinating to me. It is so fascinating to me that new information, first of all, comes out all the time. But just how we're in a vicious cycle of working out too hard, eating too much, and then causing extreme inflammation in the body. Like the other day, I went for a run. And I was like, I hate running, but I'm going to just try try this theory because he advocates to stay under a certain heart heart rate when you do when you're doing any kind of endurance training and so I went for a really slow run and I felt awesome I was like oh my gosh this he's right like I didn't you hate running I don't love it anymore like honestly yeah like I really don't honestly like the only time I would go running is if Val called me and was like let's go running and I'd be like oh my god like there was a time when she and I went running I kid you not the entire time not yet I didn't buy it (laughs) I did not buy it Mm -mm. I know, but like in my head, in my head, I want to. But like, honestly, when I get to start running, I'm like, this is horrible. Like, I hate it. I don't love it anymore. So I tried out this theory that, you know, after listening to his show and I was like, I'm going to go really slow. And I just really enjoyed it. He just really advocates for doing everything for our bodies that reduces inflammation. And that doesn't mean like don't work out at all, but it's just to really make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and we're not shooting ourselves in the foot by doing all this like crazy, crazy CrossFit workouts or working out like two times a day and then thinking that and and honestly, if you do that, you're not seeing results. My my guess is you are not seeing any results, but then you keep doing this vicious cycle because you're like, well, I got to do more then. And actually the reverse is true. Like I think of Julie Bauer when she's been on here and she's like, I was just doing way too much. I was like, I had so much inflammation. I backed off my workouts. I got my hormones under control. Anyway, so I, I don't want to go out too much off, off on a tangent with that, but I feel like that has been a huge eye opener for me to not get in a vicious cycle with food either is just to kind of like step back. Everyone take a deep breath back off of your workouts if you're feeling tired and I think Kelsey one of our dedicated listeners hi Kelsey wrote me um, and said the same thing like I'm finally learning to just be like oh my body really needs a rest right now Um, it's not one or the other it's not black or white you're not gonna like gain 500 pounds if you stop working out you're just I think there's nothing more important to your health than listening to what your body needs and that could be as simple as waking up and being like wow I just really don't feel like working out today not to say like oh I don't want to and oh I just I'm not motivated it's just like no my body just isn't really feeling it listen to that it's gonna be okay everyone take a deep breath it's gonna be okay calm the f down people calm Calm the f down down. okay let's end the episode with some really funny questions because Ellie wrote a really cute one. She's getting married in four weeks. So she wanted to know, this might be a little bit longer, but pick one really fast. What's the one thing you were so glad you did on your wedding day? And is there something you regret regret doing or not doing? Um, I did snow angels in my wedding dress on my wedding day and that was my mm-hmm. favorite thing. Um, but I think the bigger picture answer to that would be like, just let yourself kind of have fun and be ridiculous and take advantage of every like little opportunity for a little moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing I regret, I really don't have any regrets, but Brandon regrets that he did not plan out his morning any better than he did. Cause he kind of just winged the whole thing and it would end up being really stressful and he was like running around quite a bit. And so don't, I would say like, you know, you don't have to have like a plan down to the detail, but really have a good idea of what your day is going to look like. Have appointments ready have everything ready to go well in advance uh one thing i'm glad i did on my wedding day is i'm really glad that we had a mariachi band oh my it was we got married in santa fe and we kind of hemmed and hawed on that just thinking like oh everyone does it but i'm so glad we did because it was so much fun it was like one of the best pictures we have from our wedding (laughs) and then i think i regret not planning the reception a little bit better but i was just so hands-off that i i would like for it to have been like a little bit longer a little more organized it was like i i really don't have regrets but like thinking back I'm like oh I think it would have been it would have been so much more fun and I probably would have been able to see more people but maybe not if the reception would have been a little more planned but we just had like yeah structured thank you it was a fun sit down dinner I loved it we had a great wedding everyone got really drunk because Santa Fe is actually higher altitude than Denver so (laughs) the wine kept pouring and like the next day we had like 20 people text us like oh my gosh I totally threw up last night So That's funny. Amazing. Oh okay, and then she says, these are really short ones. Would you rather eat lunch with the plastics or Damien and Janice? Damien and Janice. I kind of want to sit with Regina George so I could screw with her and have Ugh. some calcine bars. I think that I would just get annoyed. I really want to lose three pounds. <laughs> would you rather give up sweatpants or wear pink every Wednesday? Give up sweatpants? Wear pink every Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, wear pink every Wednesday. 
I don't want to give up sweatpants. Oh. Favorite CrossFit benchmark wad. This one's easy for me. I freaking love Grace. I don't know why, but I love it. Oh, Grace yeah. is 30 clean and jerks, by the yeah. way. It depends on my mood. I like I like some of the hero wads. Kind of like the yeah, longer ones. The you kind of have to like find good. your pace and like just put your head down. I don't know. One, there aren't any that really come to mind right now. Someone asked how, like, what else I put PB2 on. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Literally everything. 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 I sometimes just, for dessert, I'll just, like, make it as a frosting and, like, eat it out of a cup. It's so embarrassing. But not. It's really good. But not. And... And then lastly, someone asked about all the podcasts that we listen to. And I think we do need to do like another list of podcasts and just like post them on the Facebook page. But I will say my favorite one right now is the Primal Endurance podcast. I have so many. I love Girl I... Boss. I'll run through a few on my list here. Uh, the Dr. Low radio show, uh, Girl Boss radio. Uh, I do like With Her, which is a podcast. It's not political, but it is about Hillary. And let's see, I'll pick one more. The No Sugar Coating podcast is awesome beautiful anonymous so good my favorite murder those girls are hilarious and last but not least death sex and money so amazing i love her story i love anna sale the only podcast i really listen to is invisibilia but it's not yeah. like a secret that nobody knows about i only really listen like the i don't listen to that many podcasts which i know yeah. is sort of like podcast unloyalty disloyalty no not at all i don't but, think you have to listen to one all right we're <sighs> gonna end this week and yeah. uh I, you guys again can support the podcast by leaving a review on itunes let us know what you think of the podcast and you can send us feedback girlsgonewad at gmail.com we are on snapchat ggw podcast you can support the podcast by also supporting our sponsor kalo that's q-a-l-o.com the discount code of ggw so just a reminder that we will be this when you hear this episode joy will be on a plane to hawaii and then the next week's episode will be also pre-recorded. So just keep an pre, eye out for pre, that. Extra pre. They're always pre, pre-recorded. Pre, so be extra pre-recorded. Because, yeah, like pre-pre-recorded because we want to give difference. you... We want to give you guys content every single week and never miss a week. Never, also, never, never. <clears throat> I think I'm just singing a song about never missing a content. I also want to bring attention to the Girls Gone RX competition yes. that we'll be doing. People, we have not raised very much money. Yeah, <laughs> we, we need to be better about money. posting that. So we're going to post that. Please support that competition so we can win the uh, fundraiser again. Are they and, doing that? you know, so that bright pink can be. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, this is all obviously very altruistic, but we right. will. So help us win. Yeah. All so right. go to our Facebook. We'll post that. Cool. All right, guys. Yeah. Have a great week. All right. That's it for this week. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye.